All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. As always, today's sponsor is Authors Unite. And if you want to become a successful author, Authors Unite is the place to go. So head on over to AuthorsUnite.com to check out a free case study that'll teach you how to do exactly that. And now let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Today, I have Alvaro Berrios. He is a digital marketing strategist, and he helps online coaches, thought leaders, and course creators monetize their knowledge and expertise by amplifying their reach and impact. So welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Uh, Very excited to be here. Of course. Grateful to have you on. So we'd like to get to know you. So the first uh, question I got for you is what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? So for me, I would actually say it's just the journey of where I've gone to where I am today. Right. So, you know, I'm a digital marketing consultant, you know, I run my own business. Uh, I work from home, which is a lifestyle that I really enjoy, but uh, I mean, my path to getting here was not linear in any way, shape, or form. Um, so I, well, after I graduated college, I started off in the real estate industry. Then I moved over to entertainment, uh, working for the movie studios out here in Los Angeles. Uh, and then I moved to tech. Uh, and then after all that, then I finally went into marketing and working on the corporate side and then eventually starting my own business. And so, you know, I, I took away a lot from that experience, especially because um, if you had asked me eight years ago that I would be doing marketing, you know, I would have said no way because I just wasn't interested in marketing at that point in my life. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, I've always just been curious and, and you know, every, everywhere I've been, um, I always just ask myself, like, what am I here to affect? What impact uh, am I supposed to be having on the world? And, you know, in all those previous industries that I was working in, um, you know, my answer just ended up being, you know, this doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like this is where uh, I'm being called to and the, where I can make the most impact. And so just through being curious and trial and error and trying things out and testing, and, um, you know, I eventually landed landed marketing and absolutely love it. Um, and so, you know, for a lot of people out there that may be in the same shoes that, you know, that maybe they're not fully satisfied with what they're doing is, you know, asking yourself that question, what are you here to affect? You know, what impact are you supposed to have in the world? Um, you know, asking myself those questions really helped me get to where I am today. Um, and so that's a lot of advice I give to people in the same situation. Yeah, man, dude, and I gotta tell you, I love that working from home lifestyle as well, man. It's 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 up there, dude. It feels good. I don't like the suit and tie. That's just not me. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's just comfortable, you know. And and you know, a lot of people like you know they're like, oh, you know, don't you get lonely or like that? It's like, uh, you know, if, if as long as you know, sometimes I do have to go out to a cafe and work there and interact with other people. But yeah, for the most part, working from home, it's it's just so nice. It's relaxing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, dude, I get lonely occasionally, but I, I mean, I, I'd prefer here than an office. So that's it. <laughs> that's for sure. All. For sure. And, and at least my office experience was, was actually in cubicles. So I do not miss being in, oh, cubicle yeah. in any way, shape or form. So this no. is definitely better. <laughs> um, so, so you're in marketing. So, so what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within um, your expertise or industry of marketing? So specifically within marketing, um, I actually specialize in Facebook ads and, you know, Facebook ads are a super popular, um, tool, you know, to, you know, you know, amplify your business, get in front of your target audience and, you know, hopefully make some sales. 
But, you know, interestingly enough, even though that's kind of my specialty, what I'll say is that Facebook ads are, you know, they aren't this silver bullet that's going to magically grow your business overnight. And unfortunately, that's kind of, um, you know, something that's kind of perpetuated in popular media today is that, you know, if you start running Facebook ads, you know, you'll start printing money, essentially. And that could not be further from the truth. Um, as a matter of fact, a lot of people come to me because they, they want help with Facebook ads. And I'll, you know, just kindly turn them down because and I'll let them know because they have to get they have to get a lot of foundational stuff still set up. And so, you know, I think that's just a huge misconception is that before you start running Facebook ads, there's a lot of stuff that you have to do, right? Um, you know, you have to have a proper offer and you have to have figure out the customer value journey for your business because that's the biggest mistake that people make is that, you know, they have this, you know, $100 or $500, you know, $1,000 product or service. And they're just running ads straight to that, you know, product or service and expecting people to buy. But there's a customer journey that people have to go through. They have to go through the no like trust factor. They have to like you, they, you know, they have to be, um, feel like you're helping them solve a problem. And so that's all the type of work that has to go on before you start running your first ever Facebook ads campaign is, you know, get your positioning down, uh, get your offer down and make sure you really, really understand the customer value journey. What does it take to get someone to not knowing who you are or what you sell to then eventually becoming a raving fan? And there's a lot of steps in between that. Um, so if you can map, map out those steps, then and only then will you find success with Facebook ads. Yeah, I feel that. And then uh, what's your best piece of overall business advice? So not necessarily industry specific. You know, I would say, um, and you know, <laughs> I'm obviously a little biased. So, so my, my best piece of advice is marketing related. Um, but uh, I would say that messaging and positioning are everything. Um, and that's because, you know, we live in a very over communicated society where there's a lot of people selling the same types of products or same types of services. And unfortunately everyone is saying the same things. Um, so if you can really nail down your messaging and positioning, um, you'll find success in everything that you can do. And so just a really easy example that I can give is actually with uh, Jägermeister. You know, everyone, <laughs> everyone loves the Jägermeister, right? Um, oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so a couple of years ago, they don't do this anymore, which I think was a mistake. But, um, you know, a couple of years ago, their positioning was something to the effect of, you know, the drink that you start your night off with. Um, and so essentially they were positioning themselves as the pre-gaming beverage, you know, before you actually go out to the bars. Uh, and no one uh, was doing that, right? Everything is, you know, you either drink out of the bar or you sip on it and then savor it at home. Uh, but they were actually positioning themselves as the pre-gaming beverage before, you know, um, a fun night out. Uh, and so that's just a really good example. And so everyone should really look at that because at the end of the day, they're an alcoholic beverage and there's a million alcoholic beverages, but they found a way to, you know, find a gap in the market position themselves in that gap and differentiate themselves from everyone else. Yeah, man, I'll tell you, back in the college days, that was my pregame. That was my game. That was my postgame. That, <laughs> that was my breakfast sometimes. I hate to admit that, but it was, man. Some Wheaties yeah. with some uh, Jägermeister. It was very for good. For sure, for sure. I feel um, like on that one. <laughs> um, so if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? So for me, you know, and this might be a little bit of a surprise to some people, uh, but um, I would actually tell myself not to be a business major because that's what I majored in for undergrad. And then I actually even went on to get an MBA as well. So I have two business degrees. Uh, but, you know, now that I'm actually a business owner, 
um, you know, and I think it back on it, I actually never like refer back to like any of the classes or courses I took, you know, throughout my years of studying business. You know, everything I've learned as a business owner has been either through trial and error uh, or just teaching myself or actually, you know, surrounding myself with other business owners and entrepreneurs, learning from them, you know, growing with them, asking questions and stuff like that. Um, and so, you know, really, like I said, you know, unfortunately, I feel like a lot of the, what I studied in school was just, you know, a waste of time. And so, you know, for a lot of people, you know, for, especially for the younger crowd out there listening, you know, if you're trying to figure out what major you're going to be, but, and you feel like one day, you know, you might want to start your own business. Um, I would definitely encourage people to instead, you know, take a major that teaches you some sort of skill, right? So whether it be like psychology or coding or math, because those are skills that regardless of whatever industry you're going to eventually work in or what business you're going to run eventually, those are all going to be applicable skills. Uh, you know, with business degrees, you know, you just end up learning a bunch of facts for an exam that you then forget later on. Um, and, you know, the way, the best way to learn business is simply by doing business. You know, it's kind of like riding a bike, right? You don't, you don't read about the physics of, you know, bike riding. You just get on the bike and you, you know, you fail, uh, but then you eventually get it. It's the same with business. So that's the advice I would give my younger self for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in your opinion, what is the key to happiness? So I think this is super relevant to today's society uh, because of the technology that we have. And I would say it's not compares, comparing yourself to others because uh, um, someone once told me comparison is the thief of joy. And, you know, unfortunately that's a big problem. Uh, with our social media driven society is that, you know, you see everyone else's, uh, you know, pictures on Instagram and Facebook and whatever. And, you know, you feel like they're living the most amazing life and you compare that to your own and, and you get down. Um, but I can tell you from, you know, knowing a lot of those people that post those, you know, really nice pictures on Instagram, um, you know, that is definitely not the story that's going on behind the scenes. Uh, you know, their lives are just as messy, if not more than everyone else's. Uh, and so unfortunately, you know, we kind of live this filtered life where we're only showing uh, the best parts um, that, you know, we're experiencing, but, you know, we're all having the same difficulties and troubles. Um, so I definitely urge people not to compare yourself um, or put too much, um, you know, pressure on themselves with what they see on social media, because, you know, most of it um, is just a small, small fraction of what's going on in someone else's real life. So just focus on yourself, stay in your own lane, uh, and you're going to find a lot of happiness that way. Mm-hmm. And then what is the best book that you've read and what was the number one thing you learned from that? So my answer to this is actually probably, um, you're going to catch a lot of people by surprise. So the best book I've ever read actually is a book called Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. Um, so, and that was a really fascinating book because um, it just really teaches you the importance of sleep. So, you know, in today's kind of hyper-competitive society, you know, we kind of brush off sleep sometimes. We go, whatever, you know, if I get four or five hours of sleep, you know, I'll be fine and kind of power through. Uh, but when you read that book, you just um, notice or learn about, I should say, the absolute importance of getting not only a good night's sleep, but, you know, uh, enough hours. So anywhere between seven and nine hours. Um, because when you don't, I mean, your entire body changes. I mean, you just lose a lot of brain function. Your, har- your hormones actually change your body. And so it's like really scary. Like if you're going off of four or five hours of sleep, you might feel fine um, superficially, but deep down inside, your body is changing a lot. Um, and so it really just wakes you up to the absolute importance uh, of sleep. And not only that, but the um, things in modern society that keep us from having a really good night's sleep, um, you know, such as our electronic devices and screens and all that kind of good stuff that we, you know, we love. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, um, when we expose our bodies to that 
too much um, and it can actually impact our sleep. So um, definitely for anyone who's kind of like in the hustle lifestyle and, and doesn't place too much importance on sleep, uh, I absolutely encourage them to read Sleep Smarter because it will definitely change their viewpoints on how important it is. Yeah, dude, I'm going to have to check that out. One, one thing I got to really help me out with that was I got this thing called an aura ring. It's called. Oh, I've heard of that. You, you have or you have? No, I haven't. I haven't. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. Like it tracks your, your sleep, like how long it's a ring that you wear on your finger. And then, um, it tracks your sleep, like REM deep and light sleep. And then it tracks your calories, your heart, um, heart rate and stuff. And like, it just, it really, it helps because, um, so for instance, say if like you're sleeping and, or you're not getting good sleep at night, but you're really not sure why mm-hmm. when you, when you have this ring, like you can test out different like different things right so it's like if i drink alcohol before i go to bed one thing that i've noticed is that my uh my heart rate is way higher than normal during my sleep so like that's probably not a good thing right Uh, and and and, you know that's an obvious one but like there's just there's certain things where it's like some some nights uh one thing i've noticed cbd i'll take cbd before i go to bed Mm -hmm. and my uh, deep and rem sleep will be way higher than my light sleep whereas if i don't take it then my light sleep always outweighs my rem and deep sleep Uh Um, so there's just little things where you know you just test different things and uh you wake up check the app and then it literally shows you the exact time you fell asleep and the exact time you woke up and it's it's very accurate so i don't know if you're trying to improve sleep i'd definitely check out that book and then um, to test things out and like see results in real time. The aura ring is pretty cool. Wow. That's, that's super awesome. I, I'm like, a, you know, so after I read sleep smarter, like I kind of became like a little bit of a sleep geek. Um, and so I am definitely going to look into that aura yeah. ring because that sounds awesome. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> um, so my next one for you is what's your favorite quote and why? So my favorite quote is from Wayne Dyer and it's, um, if you believe it will work out, you'll see opportunities. If you believe it won't, you'll see obstacles. Uh, and that's kind of really just the way I view business in general. And it's that it's all about mindset, right? Um, and you know, again, <laughs> kind of going back to one of my earlier answers, you don't, you don't learn that in business school for sure. Uh, but through, through my own learning, um, you know, business is all mindset. Um, and so, you know, if you, because our brains are kind of like a switch, right? If you switch it one way, you know, you can convince you, yourself and then change reality in front of you. Um, but then if you switch it the other way, you know, you'll experience the opposite. Um, and so I just really love that because I always try to have a positive mindset and I'm always telling myself that no matter what, I'm going to be able to figure things out. Uh, and so that's why I'm able to see a lot of opportunities, whereas other people, when they are always focusing on, oh, this is hard, I don't have the skill sets, I'm going to fail, I need to wait until perfection, um, then more and more obstacles will be placed in front of you and you'll see them as obstacles as opposed to opportunities. And so uh, I definitely encourage every, everyone um, out there to just really focus on your mindset. Uh, and I can promise you that it'll do wonders for your business. Yeah, man. Um, well, dude, thanks so much for coming on. Last one I got for you is where can our listeners best connect with you online? Yeah, no, thanks so, so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, so the best place you can either visit my website, which is simply uh, my name, alvarobarrios.com, or you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook uh, at I'm Alvaro Berrios. Perfect, man. Thanks again for coming on. Absolutely. Take care.